Hi Tom, hi Steve. Ich wünsche euch eine tolle Show. Vielleicht kann ich bald meinen Senf dazugeben. Welcome, everybody, to Masters of Profundication. I'm Tom with them. I'm Steve Piles. And I have a list in front of me. We like lists. We love lists around here. I have I have a list that I want to read off to you, and they have some meanings. <laughs> it's a list of emotions. See, I thought you were going to give me your manifesto, like, step one, fire <laughs> of the proletariat, step two, Storm City Hall. Uh, step, step three, three Molotov cocktail. Uh, that is that is probably my all-time favorite Simpsons quote. Release the hounds. <laughs> Release the hounds. <laughs> uh, 23 emotions people feel but can't explain. Which I... I hangry. Hangry? Hangry. Being hungry and being angry that you're hungry. Right. Which is better than horngry? Which is horny and angry? <laughs> or... Uh, or horny and hungry. Yeah, horny and hungry is where I was going. <laughs> like, I was going for the horny and hungry. <laughs> like George Costanza. Who brings a sandwich to bed. <laughs> Rolls over and eats a meatball parm. What was it? I think cured cured ham is the most sensuous of meats or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. 23 emotions people feel but can't explain. And I agree and disagree with the title. Mm. Because um, there's actually you, 24. Yeah. And I think you can explain them. All right. Give it to me. Sonder. Sonder. Yes. S-O-N-D-E-R. I actually, it it's an emotion that I have felt actually quite a bit. I've never heard of it. Now, are these emotions or are these like made up emotions? I, I think this is all made up, but oh, okay. it's like the internet. Picture. So we're allowing it. Nice. Sonder. The realization that each passerby has a life as vivid and complex as your own. Psh, I've never had that. You haven't? Are you just joking? Because <laughs> I, I am joking. I'm not that big of a psychopath. <laughs> well, not quite. At least three or four people I've seen, I imagine, only have a life. Listeners of this podcast know that you're a racist psychopath. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I. every once in a while, I'll... If I'm driving behind somebody or if I'm passing somebody, you know, I sometimes it I have to stop and think that, you know, that person's going somewhere. They've got something to do. I mean, their life is just as important as mine. I like that triggers in my head. I have that thought. So this is it's an emotion that I feel, but I can't explain it. Well, that kind of ties into that Dunbar's number thing I talked about before. Right. The uh, how many people is it that you're. About 150, you can recognize as being actual human beings with thoughts and feelings and hopes and dreams. And then beyond that, they're just a faceless horde out to get you or (laughs) alternatively to be exploited. Oh, I like that. Exploit the masses. Right. That's what they're there for. Uh, Then we have Opia, which (laughs) is O-P-I-A, Opia. The ambiguous intensity of looking someone in the eye, which can feel simultaneously invasive and vulnerable. Huh. I don't... You know, I can see that vulnerable part. Like, looking someone in the eye, you start to feel real self-conscious about yourself. See, I, you know, like, I, I, I don't. I prefer eye contact. 
to an extent, if you if somebody locks eyes with you like unnaturally long time, it's weird. Just like well, there's always looking away and looking everywhere but you. There's, there's a happy medium. Yeah. Well, I uh, it happened to me the other day. Um, I was uh, <clears throat> giving chow in a housing unit, and I was kind of you know how you scan. You just trying to keep your eyes peeled and scan and do anything. And as I was wait, scanning, wait, wait. you're not supposed to take a nap. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was no. So, but I was like scanning through over the group of guys that were sitting there eating, and one guy was staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like when you lock eyes with somebody, like you're you're looking through a crowd, or you're looking through, you know, looking around some people, and you lock eyes with somebody, and they like you catch them staring, so they look away. Yeah, like, that's what this situation was. But the guy never looked away; <laughs> he just kept looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I stared him down. I I made it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to look away. It's not your fault. No, it's not. I I stared back until he did. You, did you start licking your lips? <laughs> yeah, I went mm-hmm. over and I was like, "You gonna finish the rest of that half a banana?" <laughs> <laughs> I need the pro, not the protein. What am I thinking? Beta carotene. I don't know. No potassium. Potassium. I, I bet it has beta carotene. It's that other P thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so next we have monocopsis. M-O-N-A-C-H-O-P-S-I-S. It's monocopsis. like when the mom from Who's the Boss decides to join law enforcement. Huh? No, I don't, I don't think it's that. Mona, cop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me consult that, Alyssa. Hold on. That was a I'm long gonna, trip for a bad pun. <laughs> I'm going to consult Alyssa Milano on that joke. Hold on. What did you think of that joke? She's smiling. She likes it. She's smiling. She is. Uh, but it, you know, it's for a different reason. Mm. Uh, monocopsis. <laughs> the subtle but persistent feeling of being out of place. Oh, God. That's all day, every day for me. <laughs> I never feel like I'm in the place I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I can really... I don't think I have that. I, I'm trying to think of a situation where I'd feel completely out of place. It's everywhere. I'm in a group. If I walk into a group, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. They don't want me here. I need <laughs> to leave. Human oh, God. Beings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, they're going to find out. They're going to find out everything. Shit. Okay. Now, this next one is a little bit confusing at first, but I see where they're going with this. It's enuement. E-N-O-U-E-M-E-N-T. Enuement. The bitter ma, inuma. Looks like denoma. It's almost spelled the same way, so it's probably anoma. Ano, anal, ma. Yes. The bitter, the bitter sweetness of having arrived in the future, seeing how things turn out, but not being able to tell your past self. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I love it. Yeah, (laughs) that is right up your alley. Oh my god, that. That's all day, every day. That's like, man. God, I, I wish I could go back in time and say, look how good we've got it, mister. Yes, that's exactly the message <laughs> I would give them. Stay the course, buddy. Doing good. Yeah. Don't change anything. Yeah, that's that's totally my message. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Velicor. V-E-L-L-I-C-H-O-R. If it was socially acceptable, I would dress myself in Velicor all day long. I 100% feel this emotion. The strange wistfulness of used bookshops. Oh, I like it. I love used bookshops. Yeah, you like you feel like there's a buried treasure right ready to yeah. be found. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the smell, it's the knowing that you're surrounded by books. Stories. The stuff of life. 
Now, the next one is rubitosis. The un- <laughs> <laughs> the unsettling awareness of your own heartbeat. Oh, I do get that. I, I never do. I've, every once in a while, I'll sit there and I like I'll feel my heartbeat and I'm like, oh god, if I concentrate, I feel like if I concentrate on too much or think about it too much, I could stop it. Well, my friend, you have rubitosis. I get that way about my breathing, but never about my heartbeat. More, yeah. Well, I will say more often about my breathing. I yeah, but every once in a while, I feel my heart like if it's quiet or you know I'm still very I don't know very uh unmoving. I can feel it pounding. When the people that you're spying on <laughs> might find you, you when I peek very aware when you're behind the fern when I peek through the ferns yes <laughs> you become very aware of your own heartbeat um oh yeah that canopsia horse canopsia k-e-n-o-p-s-i-a canopsia the eerie forlorn atmosphere of a place that is usually bustling with people but is now abandoned and quiet and i know that feeling hmm Listen, we work in a, a probably a mid-sized jail. It's not small, but it's not large. Sure. But we, on occasion, close down entire housing units, which oh, are I gotcha. yeah. designed to hold, you know, 80-something people. And it's a big space. It's, you know, as big as a gymnasium, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little bit bigger with rooms. And when you when we close down a housing unit and, like, you have to go in one for any reason... That's a that's an eerie feeling. It's a little bit haunty. It is. It's very yeah. much like at you know, it is haunting. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. It's a weird well, it's uh canopsia. The ghosts of douchebags past. <laughs> um but I've been in um I've been in places that have been pretty shut down, you know, that are normally bustling. Uh I did a uh, a backstage tour kind of thing at Disney World. And I got to go in virtually hmm. before anybody else. It was my sister and I. And when we went in, if you've ever, you've said you've been, no, I've never been to Disney World, right? No, no, no. Yeah, because your parents wouldn't take you. And now you're, never mind. Bitter and jaded. Bitter. <laughs> uh, in my emotional growth. But like Disney World is packed, just crammed with people usually. And if you go there and there are no people, that is an eerie feeling. That mm-hmm. is a weird, weird feeling. And apparently it's Canopsia. Now, now, next time you'll know. I've been to I've been to like stadiums and stuff without people in it. That seemed it seemed <clears> a little <throat> weird. Like seemed like it's hard to visualize that there should be you know the bleachers are filled with people. Yeah, I remember I remember feeling that. All right, I, I'm gonna try this next one. I'll probably get it on the second or third try. Mauer Bauer Trauer a kite. Okay, that's <laughs> bullshit. M a u e r Mauer. B a u e r t r a u r i g k e i t Mauer Bauer Traurigkeit. <laughs> Somebody's just like, what kind of crazy ass word could I type up and put on the internet <laughs> so people will believe it's a thing? The inexplicable urge to push people away, even close friends who you really like. You know who I know? Why I want to push away is the guy that made up that fucking word. <laughs> I got a word for you, Mauer Bauer Trauer Power. Mauer okay, Bauer. get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. We're done. I cannot be your friend anymore. Nope, we're done. Mauer Bauer Trouser Trout. Yeah. <laughs> this, next one, this next one, I absolutely can relate to. Jowska. Jowska. It's J-A-U-S-K-A. J-O-U-S-K-A. Jowska. Jowska. 
Is it Auska, you think? If you're in like Eastern Europe, it's Jauska. If Jauska. you're American, it's Jauska, like the right way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read it, and you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. A hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head. Oh, oh. every time I'm in the shower, <laughs> that's shower thoughts, right? That's shower like relive arguments. But <laughs> win them this time. That's right. Not even that. You're right. You. This is exactly what it said. I will have. I wonder if I found this person and that person. What I was saying, and I will have those conversations. And it's only in the shower because I'm not a psycho. Well, <laughs> but yes, I have had yeah. imaginary conversations more than I can count. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. I've had, I've had the conversation in my head about what I would say to somebody. Or, ah, oh, isn't it the best? Like, isn't it the best just to win that argument? <laughs> just, to, just to be that suave like you know if that's this happened i would say this and this and man mic drop know, they would just know how badass i am all oh, right it's the best feeling vimodalin v- v- v-e-m-o and the o has uh accent like a, a long o it's not an umlaut but it's yeah vimodalin v-e-m-o-d-a-l-e-n the frustration of photographic the frustration of photographing something amazing when thousands of identical photos already exist. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's me. No, nah, I've never done that. Anecdoche. Okay. A conversation in which everyone is talking but nobody is listening. <laughs> yeah, I have been part of plenty of those. Yeah. Where it just devolves. Like you have two or three people talking and everybody has it like it sparks an idea in everybody's head. You can see it in everybody's face. We're like, ooh, I got something to add to this. And they can't really wait for the other person to stop. Right. So everybody's stepping on everybody else. And like, oh, oh, wait, but this thing happened to me. And somebody else is already talking, like, shit, okay. And you're waiting. Okay, my turn. This thing, <laughs> oh, damn it. It's not. Oh, somebody else started talking. That's anecdote. Nobody's actually listening to each other. They're all just waiting for their turn to say their own little story. Oh, but. I've been part of plenty of those conversations. Absolutely. I noticed you're drinking your Stella glass that you won at Trivia. I didn't really actually win it. It was a, if you bought a Stella, they gave you the glass type of deal. Well, that's not the story John Hart's telling everybody. That he won the Stella glass? No, I don't know. He gave He's his away. <laughs> he gave it his away to uh, Sam, and I saw him, and... I want to say that he had said that he wanted it trivia, but maybe he said that he we just got, got it at trivia night. Yeah, but it yeah. was that's probably you that's probably you got a glass. That's what it was. Closer to the truth. Yeah. All right. I know this next one is you. Ellipsism. E l l i p s i s i. Wait, wait. Let me guess. That's something to do with pausing and waiting, or something like that. No. Oh, okay. A sadness that you'll never be able to know how history will turn out. <gasps> oh my god, that is. <laughs> That, I've, I've said that to people like I want to live as long as I possibly yeah. can because I just want to see how what people come up with yeah and what discoveries are made well you got the ellipsum buddy ellipsism uh, and it's it's depressing like I want to put my brain in a fucking robot just to be around for a while cubico this is robot. definitely Japanese robot dick k u e b i k o cubico man sanje a state of exhaustion inspired by acts of senseless violence. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't just even... you go on a rampage, you got to take a nap afterwards. I don't, right. I got you. Uh, now, I don't, I, I'm going to save this next one for last. I'll skip it and I'll come back to it because I have a feeling we'll talk about it a lot. Mm. So, exulensis. E-X-U-L-A-N-S-I-S. Ex- exulensis. 
the tendency to give up trying to talk about an experience because people are unable to relate to it. That's yeah. pretty. That's a pretty good one. That I, yeah. I I know that one. That's that's me with the nerd stuff. If I'm talking to somebody that has no idea, yeah, about just like video young... games or sci-fi or something like that, I'm like, eh, anyway, there's this movie and this thing happened. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's all done. yeah, it's a fantasy sci-fi thing. It's got you know wizards so... and. The dragon came back to life because this undead guy. It's just a whole thing. Like, okay, that's where it ended. Okay, fine. You can see their eyes glaze over. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I guess you just had to be there. You just yeah. had to be there. Um, Adronitis. <gasps> Too strong for your own good. No, but it's a little. It's it's a d r o n i t i s. Frustration with how long it takes to get to know someone. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, like it, if it takes me too long to get to know somebody, I just don't care about knowing them. I yeah. guess, like, I'm not working that hard at getting to know people, like, like as a mission or something. I don't know. I I know this next one, and it hurts me to this day, mm. and I can't wait to say it. <laughs> Rukina, <laughs> Ruka, Huru. That sounds amazing. It's R U with an umlaut, C K K E H R U N R U H E. Rukenstein. Rook or Rune Ru. Rook and Ruru. Rook and Ruru. The feeling of returning home after an immersive trip only to find it fading rapidly from your awareness every time I leave Disney. Yeah. Oh, God. That one's way more fun to say. Anyway. I guess that used to be like when I lived at home and then we'd go visit friends that lived thousands of miles away and then come back. But now, I don't know. I guess I don't feel that too much anymore. Yeah. Well, you're dead inside. So that's moving on. That's a whole <laughs> different topic. But yes, you're correct. <laughs> Notice Tolens. Now, this is two words. N-O-D-U-S space T-O-L-L-E-N-S. Notice Tolens. Notice Tolens. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> The realization... Oh, this is you. <laughs> no, no, it's not you. Okay. I thought it was... No, it's, it's too late. It's already me. No, because I, I read the second part. I thought it was a, for other people, but the realization that the plot of your life doesn't make sense to you anymore. I thought... I, no, I read it re- me. I read it too fast. I thought it was the, the realization that the plot of your life doesn't make sense to other people. <laughs> the realization that the plot of your oh. life doesn't make sense to you anymore. Yes and yes. You think so? Nothing in my life makes sense to me anymore. I don't like to examine my life because it makes me feel well, It's because odd. you've changed all the mirrors in your house, the like, funhouse mirrors. Mirrors? Mirrors. Isn't there like a certain age when you just stop using mirrors? That's That can't just be me. No, I I think most human beings look in a mirror at least once a day. No, that can't. That doesn't sound right at all. Mm, I would say that unless you're in a coma, you see your reflection once a day. Okay, now I'm starting to worry that I'm a vampire because I don't even see my reflection when I walk by <laughs> a window pane. Dude, if you're a vampire, you need to get me on board with the vampire train, and we need to start some sort of like vampire cult thing where <sighs> we get like all these hot chicks that we bite in the neck, and we have them dance and writhe around in our uh, vampire pit of uh, hedonism, <laughs> aka the basement. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. <laughs> You know, cry, little sister. <laughs> My wife opens up the basement door. What are you guys doing down there? Nothing. Vampire pit. Vampire you pit of heat. You wouldn't understand. Wives not allowed. <laughs> well, there'd be a sign. 
<laughs> There'd be a sign at the top of the stairs. No wives allowed. No sober girls allowed. <laughs> uh, I like it though. Vampire pit of hedonism. Yeah. Uh, onism. Okay. Or oneism. I don't know. I'm uh, O N I S I M. Is that oneism or onism? I would say onism, just because you said two things that are going to be different. Whatever. The frustration of being stuck in just one body that inhabits only one place at a time. <laughs> I Man, I wish one... I could possess people. Jeez. <laughs> well, there's a there's a TV show, isn't there? The the one that you watched with the people that are all connected, the eight of them? Yeah, that sucked. Oh, okay. Moving on. So, yeah. Sensei. Yeah, that was such a disappointment. I thought it was going to be way better than it was. <laughs> Liberosis. L-I-B-E-R-O-S-I-S. The de- drunk, <laughs> the desire to care less about things. <laughs> Actually, I don't have that problem because I care very little about most things. You're already there. I'm already You're there. I don't, I don't have that desire. Care. I have that. I have that reality. Uh, Man, I wish. I just wish I didn't care so much. It's the song of the douchebag. <laughs> Alchmers. A l t s c h m e r z. Weariness with the same old issues that you've always had, the same boring flaws and anxieties that you've been gnawing on for years. (laughs) Oh, yep, yep. Alchmers. You've got yourself a bad case of the Alchmers. (laughs) We just want to slap yourself. Get over it. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) You said he had Alzheimer's? No, it's Alchmers. Alchmers. He's weary. (laughs) He's weary because he doesn't care about the boring flaws he's had. He has. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're rounding him out. Ochilism, O-C-C-H-I-O-L-I-S-I-M. The awareness, botulism. what is it? So it sounds like botulism, but... Ochilism, ochiolism. The awareness of the smallness of your perspective. Nah, my perspective's huge. That's gigantic. I got the you biggest perspective it? of everybody I know. Well, I got a pretty big perspective. <laughs> my perspective, it, it's it's daunting how big my perspective is. Sometimes <laughs> I have to adjust myself it's, to give depressive room but... for my perspective. It just... All right. Well, we're gonna head. We're gonna head right back up and finish out the list with the one I skipped. Okay. And <sighs> latchesism, lack lackism, l a c h e s i s i m. You want sex? You have latchesism intolerance. Latchesism, and this is for real. I I truly have this, and I'll explain. Anyway, and it's it's not so much the second part or the first part or the middle. <laughs> <laughs> The anticipation is killing me. Uh, it's, it's not so much as anything to do with anything, but. <laughs> the desire to be struck by disaster, to survive a plane crash, or to lose everything in a fire. And I don't. Oh, oh I don't, yes. I don't necessarily. I, I think that that's kind of just grazing over the the different scenarios of things that could help you or make you lose everything. I don't necessarily want those things to happen. I fantasize about those things happening mm-hmm. so I could test my, like, would I be prepared in the event of a disaster? I don't, I, like, like I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose this great right. life I have. Like, I don't, I don't really want those things to happen, but I love running through scenarios that if something did happen, would I be able to survive it? What would I do? So it's kind of a little, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that, you know, if we had a tornado run through or an ice storm or a hurricane or something that like was a disaster, like a, like we have 
ice storms and they're disasters, but they're not disasters like Hurricane Katrina or something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. like houses are gone and roving bands of raiders are coming around and <laughs> no electricity, no communication. Like, would I be able to survive that? And I think See, it I... goes back to the whole apocalypse episode that we had where we are thinking, you know, like there are these people that have these masturbatory fantasies of bad things happen to them so they could, you know, bug out and <laughs> all the things that they prepared for would be legitimized. And I'm not necessarily like that. I'm just thinking like, when my mind wanders and I'm fantasizing about something, I'm fantasizing about if my neighborhood were leveled by some natural disaster, how would I survive? And and, and I put myself through the paces, I guess. See, yours is a much more sane version because I think I like literally have what that what that read the definition one more time. Lachesism, L A C H E S I S M. The desire to be struck by disaster, to survive a plane crash, or to lose everything in a fire. But I think that that's loose. I think that that's more along the lines of like anything bad could happen that would make you lose. Right, lose, right. You know. See, I think I honestly get that feeling like more to that point because not just oh, I want to test myself to see you know if I could survive it or how I would survive it. It's I I get this weird self-destructive impulse sometimes where man i almost wish something would just sweep through and make my life like hit the reset button oh like like, a, <clears throat> like you'd be forced to like everything like like my the, my job disappeared my had my apartment burned down my like like okay what would i not what would i do but man this would force me to reinvent myself and to push myself into new areas this would be like a wake up to a slumbering life. I'm, I'm comfortable enough in my life that I wouldn't actually want that to happen. But like I said, I got this weird self-destructive cord would, that gets blocked every once in a while. Force you. Well, I mean, everybody that gets comfortable feels stagnant. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, like there are certain things that happen through our lives that push us, you know, to do different things. And some of those are self-made. Some of them are, you know, beyond our control. This is more like something totally and completely out of your control, you know. Yeah. You lose. You lose, sir. Good day. No. Uh, but then you win because you emerge like a butterfly from the cocoon. <laughs> Pretty. I was, let's just let's just say a phoenix from the ashes. That's, I'm that's a butterfly. <laughs> okay. You be a butterfly. I'm going to be a phoenix. I'm going to breathe fire, and I'm going to be a vampire that has, like, sex orgies in basements with vampire chicks that don't eat garlic and I don't yeah know that's spoken like a guy that's never been part of a butterfly orgy that's all i'm saying <laughs> well you know i don't know which one of these uh, which which one of these on the list is you know sadness because you've never participated in a butterfly orgy <laughs> but we could probably i mean these are all totally, Where those would apply? <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go right back to rook and hymen that's you know that's the I think feeling it's a... of coming back from a butterfly orgy and not knowing who you are. <laughs> Wait, which was the Mauer Bauer Tower Power Trower? <laughs> the Trouser The Trouser Trower Bauer Trougen Kite. The inexplicable urge to push people away, even close friends who you really like, if you're a butterfly yeah. and are into after, orgies. And after, that sort of thing. after a butterfly orgy, you really can't look them in the eye anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Push them like, away. Just it was it was fun and it was then it was of the time. Yeah, I mean you've got. There's you make... nothing worse that you're sitting around and that guy that was at the fucking butterfly orgy with you <laughs> calls you up. It's like, hey, I got I got a beat. No, look, I did it once. 
we said we're not going to speak of it again with the antenna and the cocoons. And, and how, it was how just, did you get this number? Yeah. Listen, I'm going to call the cops. I'm not going to tell them why because it's embarrassing. <sighs> Whereas if you have the vampire, uh, you know, blood orgy, you can't really call cops with that because that's. Uh, then sick. you just bite the cops in the neck and they become vampires. And oh, now you're a party to it. Yeah. Sorry, but buddy. then they could vie for dominance because everybody wants to be the head vampire. And uh... I just. I'm the phoenix that breathes fire. <laughs> the vampire phoenix. We'd have a pit of garlic. For the people that go out of line? Yeah. Yeah. And then as they fall into the pit of garlic, we'd all like watch them writhe in pain. And it would be like a, there'd be a saxophone solo <laughs> and like all the chicks and like scantily clad <laughs> bikinis would like writhe while this person is being burned to death in their garlic pit. I still believe. <laughs> Ooh, it'd be like in Return of the Jedi. Instead of the Sarlacc pit, it'd be the garlic pit. <laughs> and instead of uh, jizz whalers, there'd be a saxophone guy. <laughs> well, those are 23 emotions that you can't explain, except you can explain them. But, you know, the by, internet... By saying that you can't explain them, they've been explained. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> I hate... How the internet <laughs> will throw up a clickbaity title like that, then proceed to do exactly what it says you can't do. Don't We're going to talk today about things we hate. Hate! This episode is going to be chalk to the brim with hate-fueled uh, hate. Hate-fueled, hate, hate dripping with bile and oh, just scum and villainy. Oh, can't stand it. Just can't. The things that, well, um, you know, to put things into perspective, we're going to have an episode where we talk about all the things we love, but yeah, we normally do that anyway. Yeah. Well, we talk about the <laughs> things we hate a lot too. <laughs> let's not, let's not split hairs here, but um, we have to, we have to balance, you know, have to have the balance of the universe, the light side and the dark. When you were growing up, were you told that hate was a bad word and you shouldn't hate things? Um, Yeah. Like. I was. I remember being a kid and told, if you hate someone, you wish that they would die. So what you need to say is, I really dislike that person. But you can hate a thing, like like you can hate evil or wickedness or sin or Satan or or lima beans or lime. Well, yeah, I, I could say because we never were forced to eat lima beans. So broccoli. I, I love broccoli. broccoli now. Yeah, I did it when I was a kid. I liked it when I was a kid too. I was a, I was a giant eating trees. It was great. Oh well, I see that. Yeah. Um. I can name. Can you name anything that I hate? Are we, like, how good of friends are we? Can you name something that you hate? Something I hate because I can name a whole bunch of things that you hate. <laughs> I I can name the obvious one right off the bat, but I feel like I'd be stealing your thunder. <laughs> no, let's do it right out the gate. Political cartoons. Oh God, I hate political cartoons. <laughs> oh, so much. Like who? is reading political cartoons and thinking, you know what? That's a great political cartoon. Like, who is that person? I I gotta say, one of the magazines I get weekly is The Economist, and they always have a political cartoon in the beginning. And I always read it. Like, I can never not read it. But right. you're right. I never sit there going, oh, that was some clever shit. Yeah. Or I never laugh. It's just there. Like, I'm programmed to read a comic strip or read a cartoon. Right. And it's it's satire. <laughs> it's, you know, we have a political situation here, folks, 
and I have to explain to you what certain... Th- that's even worse. <laughs> like, I can almost respect political cartoons that leave the nuance to the reader. But like, none of them do. They're always no. labeled. They're all heavy-handed, like, oh, I, what did I see today? I saw one with Trump sitting in the White House and all these people outside protesting him, and they were all holding up hashtag signs, and that all the hash Like... Everything was explained. It was like Mm -hmm. you couldn't just take it for what it was. You had to read some of the signs that were pointedly obvious, like the social issues and hashtags and stuff like that. And they were all witty and it made me so mad. And I don't it has nothing to do with political slant. I hate I hate political cartoons on both sides. It seems pretentious. It seems like somebody's writing this thing, drawing this thing. And feeling like they're being very profound and laying out some wisdom for you. And it's not. It's I'm I, with I hate you. It. I mean, I don't hate it to the degree you do. I, I, I don't think I hate anything to the degree. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll find out. But I hate it when they have to, like, do the political cartoon. And then there's a little mouse that pops up in the corner that explains what the card. <laughs> like, if if you're reading a political cartoon and you don't get it from the jump. Like, if you don't get it from what the content is, it's ten times worse. It's a million times worse when somebody tries to explain it. Anyway, I'll get off political cartoons, because I could sit here and rant all day about how much they suck. Well, I, I got to tack a writer onto that one. Not political okay. cartoons so much, but unfunny comic strips that, for whatever reason, stay in the papers yep. for decades. Yep. Okay, I like I take personal offense that somehow... Enough people have such a bad sense of humor that they find it funny enough that the powers that be say, we're going to keep paying this guy to draw this painfully unfunny thing for years upon years upon years. We're going to give this guy a good living to be talentless and mm-hmm. painful. I, I take personal offense at that. I hate that. I, I cannot. Do, do you know what comic strip I'm getting at? In particular, well, there's all of them now. Every single one in the newspaper now. All every comic now is terrible. E- even the ones I used to love, like Dilbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even every time, every time I look at the comic strips now, I like you said, like Pearls Before Swine. I kind of yeah. used to like that one. Now it's pretty, pretty run down. But the classic example, and there's a listener right now that knows exactly what I'm about to say, Fred Bassett. <laughs> Oh, Fred Bassett. That one became that one became good because people hated it. Because you guys <laughs> hated it. It turned into, oh, I wonder what cringe-worthy piece of shit he's going to say now so I can just be like, "Oh my god, that's so funny." But it was you're right. It is it like like the worse it was. It was so bad. Part. It was not even punny. It was just I don't even know. I have no words. It has it was own genre, his own genre of suckitude. Yeah, because it was that. But that does remind me. I did see. I wish I would have. I was going to make a copy of it and show you. Mark Trail. I happen to be looking at the funnies a couple like a week ago. Yeah, it was this one comic. This I, it was so probably because I had no context for it. It was something about you got to watch out for the clowns, and it's like a cowboy shooting at a <laughs> fucking clown running away. I'm like, I have no idea what's <laughs> happening here, but I also want to read Mark Trail. <laughs> this all of a sudden is very weird, interesting to me. Some weird vampire orgy <laughs> shits going on with Martrail. The, the clown used to be a butterfly. He's running from the orgy. The cowboy well, does not want to look him in the eye anymore. 
Yeah, Mark Trail is something else. Like, that's one of those things that, like, who is reading that? That's serialized, so you almost have to have, like, you almost have to save up a week's worth of papers to sit and watch, or sit and read, you know, all 20 panels from yeah. a week. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, okay, this this is in chronological order and makes sense, but it's really dumb. So I the could... clown was digging post holes and ruining the prairie. <laughs> no, the clown oh. was the barbed wire and letting the cattle escape. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Yep. Okay. And somebody at some point in time got the drop on Mark Trail at gunpoint, but a plane flew over and distracted the bad guy long enough for Mark Trail to kick sand up in his eye. It's the same. <laughs> It's always the same. Yeah. But that's this is the principle I'm talking about. Like, how can something you find so painfully bad is widely liked by so many people? How it's almost personally offensive. You know what it is? I'm going to say that long, long time ago, a serial killer contacted the newspaper and said, <laughs> you, you publish this, you print this, or more people are going to die. And so the editor was like, "Oh fuck, we got to do this. We the don't want I people don't to see die. Fred Bassett. That the, that's the day the bomb goes off in your building. That's right. More people are going to die if you don't print this. Fuck. What are we going to do? Well, we've got to print it. Gotta God's print sake, it. man. We'll be and the then... silent, unsung heroes of this town. <laughs> that's right. It will go largely unnoticed. We're the now. heroes they they need, but not the ones they deserve. <laughs> I kind of like that scenario. That's the only one that makes sense." Hmm. I'm gonna go with that. Every yeah. time I see a shitty comic strip, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, somebody called another bomb threat." <laughs> um. Okay, I'll name something that you don't like or okay. you hate that I hate. Um. I have two right off the top of my head. I want to say I'm gonna pick one of them, and it is uh green peppers. <laughs> oh, you know that's not even the worst. But I do hate green peppers. Yeah. Well, the other one I was going to say is wearing the color red. Okay, yes. that <laughs> That is, A, a psychopathy I share with somebody I know. I just discovered that. I found out there's another person that is a stronger version of color red. And B, it's it's batshit crazy. I have no idea. But I hate red. I don't wear it. I don't. I try my darndest not to own anything that has red in it. <laughs> I don't like to be around it. I hate the color red. The fact that this fucking mic has a red light on it. Oh, and it's so close to your face. It's, it's like boring into my soul. <laughs> uh, everybody needs to know that you're crazy. Well, yes. <laughs> and I, I'll tell everybody, it's, like, it's an irrational hatred for the color red. It's not like I like almost got smothered by a red blanket when I was a kid. Well, to the best of my knowledge. Jeez, maybe I did. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's all subconscious. Jeez. How do you feel having all that red blood coursing through your veins? <laughs> That's why I like cutting myself because I want to get it all out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, all this time you've been telling yourself that your blood is blue until yeah. until it's exposed oh my, to the air. When I heard that little false anecdote when I was a kid, I was like, "That's the coolest thing ever." Yeah, blood's actually blue. Um, that's not true. I don't have any weird like hate any colors or anything like that. I'm trying to think of anything that I have that even corresponds to that. You you're just not as crazy as I am. Like. Maybe, I will. I will tell you something about the green peppers, though. Little yeah. little little story. I, mean, I don't think it was the beginning of it, but it exacerbated it. So I was at summer camp. I I want to say I was like 
I don't know, 12, 11, something like that. And uh, in line to get lunch in the cafeteria, my brother's in front of me. And I wasn't feeling that great anyways. And I smelled. They had green peppers in their little pizzas. Mm-hmm. Smelled it. And it that, that smell sent me over the top. And I puked <laughs> in the line. Nice. On, on my brother. Uh, <laughs> Did you go to the end of the line? I, I got the hell out of there. I don't know. I don't even remember. I was like, all right, I'm sick. I'm out. <laughs> like you hear stories about the kid at summer camp. I was that kid at summer camp. I was a kid that puked in front of everybody. Yeah. Everybody so, from that day forward knew. That smell doesn't make me puke now per se, but it does not make me happy. The smell like, of green peppers is bad. Literally the other day, like yesterday or the, yeah, I think yesterday for, for dinner, they had stuffed peppers and I, yeah, smelled, I saw them, them. smelled them and I was like, nope. I, 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 I <laughs> I already know that there's something on the line right now that I'm not going to eat. Yep. Stuffed peppers. Yeah, I remember uh we had the we had something for dinner once at the jail. And there you were picking all the green peppers out and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Hate them. Yeah. And hate celery. Em. I hate celery more than green peppers though, so. You hate celery more than green peppers? Celery is Celery is the weed grown in the gardens of hell by Lucifer himself. <laughs> Celery is pure, unadulterated evil. I'm on board. I hate celery. I don't get how people like people. And they all. What will people tell you? Will they always say the same thing? If I let me see if I, you can guess it. If you tell people you hate celery, what do they tell you? But it's a. It's good for you, or it's a negative calorie food. Just put. Oh, peanut butter on it. Peanut butter on it. Yeah. Like peanut butter is going to cure all ills. Do you know what bothers me about celery? Is like they chop it up and put it in tuna fish and they're like, yeah, it gives it a nice crunch. You know what? When I'm eating tuna fish, I don't want a crunch. No, nobody wants crunchy fish. Who the fuck wants a crunch in their tuna fish? That's insane. Yeah. I want it smooth and mayonnaise-y. Here's what you do with tuna fish. You put the mayonnaise in it and then you put chopped up fucking celery next to it so that people want it, they can put it in themselves. Don't force it on us. This is goddamn America. <laughs> I want the freedom. <laughs> what is that that's the that's the 18th amendment i think yeah yeah they it was prohibition and then they reversed it and said okay a state free of celery and tuna fish freedom from celery (laughs) fuck that i think that's the first amendment (laughs) that's right that's the number one bill of rights they were like okay all right this is what we have to do the government shall not endorse one vegetable over another specifically celery the wall between state and celery Ugh. yeah i'm not a, i'm not a fan you anybody you can keep your celery keep it shove it up your ass is what i say yeah <laughs> so Tough which guy. do you hate more celery or people that drive in the left lane on the highway oh, oh i had a whole 295 topic ready to go let's, Let, hey, let's do <laughs> let's it go. let's go let's go hold on <laughs> you got me all verklempt anyways I got you all Mauer Brower Trouser Trouton. My, my, Mauer Brower Trouser Power. <laughs> power. Power Trouser Trout. Trouser Power. power trouser Trout Power. <laughs> okay, so yes, driving highway etiquette was this is burning hate. So let me lay out the scenarios for you. Because okay. I've been called an asshole, and I don't think I deserve that title, or in this instance, at least. <laughs> you deserve to be called an asshole. In many not. different ways, just not now. Because <clears throat> I'm the guy, okay, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a lead foot, I'll admit that. And I've talked about this before, but I'm going to lay out the scenario for you. I'm on 295, and I'm driving. 295 for the out-of-staters is a 
one of the two main freeways. So 295 is where I drive every day. I'm driving yeah, 85 miles an hour. Fuck it. Whatever. I do. Judge me all you want. Okay, 85 to 65. Only, yeah. That's only 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Nah, it's 20. Anyway. Oh, I thought it goes up to 75. No, nah, they dropped. They, well, it was 70 for a while. Then they dropped it back down because a bunch of oh. assholes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Save lives my ass. They're wrong. Anyways. Anyways. So I'm driving. I'd like to go 85. If I can't, fine. If traffic is thick and it's going like 65, it is what it is. I'm not going to get angry. I'm going to leave plenty of space between me and the guy in front of me. But if I'm in the left lane and there's some fucking Hitler-esque monster (laughs) who's drifted into the left lane because they want to take the tour of the highway and see what life is like in the left lane, and they're just putzing along, and they're kind of maybe going one or two miles faster than the guys in the right lane. So they're eventually past them, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. I hate you as a human being. I think you are probably worse than Stalin and Hitler butt-fucking each other and having a colon baby. I don't know. <laughs> well, I that's can you. honestly say that's how they do it in Scotland. That is how they do it in Scotland. They fuck the sheep and they get in the left lane and don't leave. Well, okay. Uh, I I feel what you're saying, and I, I think that in any instance where you're behind somebody in the left lane and they're just tooling along and not progressing like they should, mm-hmm. I believe it's legal to hit their rear end bumper and spin them out. Yeah. Possibly killing them and ruining the lives of their family members. That's, well, I think you're well within your rights. I already said that I don't think of them as actual people. You know, when you were talking about that one, that, that feeling of a sense that other people have lives and stuff, my first thought was, <laughs> not while I'm driving. <laughs> not while I'm yeah. driving. Yeah. But okay, so yes, I'm behind them. I will get up I will be in your back seat because you have to know you are doing wrong. Okay? <laughs> you Buddy, will risk life and limb. You have to know that you are in the wrong lane. The left lane is for passing, not eventually passing me. Because if you if you if you're in the left lane and there's plenty of room in the right lane for me to get around you, I will. And I'll probably look at you and judge you, but I'll get around you and I'll go <laughs> you, about my life. You leer at them. I will I do. I'm not even kidding. I'll look over Hey, like in the left lane? Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking moron. It is the lane for winners, and it's probably something you don't feel that often. So, (laughs) But yes, and I'll get around them. I'll get on the right, and I'll whip back into the left. Even if I don't have to, just to illustrate. See, that was passing. That was me passing you. I passed you on the right. (laughs) You should feel sorry for yourself. You're a bad person. Now go home and kill yourself. Exactly. But if traffic's thick enough that if it for me to pass him on the right, I'm going to have to cut him off, barely miss the guy that's in the right lane doing his own thing. If you're in the right lane going slow, you know, you live your life. You made your choice. I'm fine with that. It's the guys in the left lane that shouldn't be there. And if you're forcing me to whip in and out of traffic to get around you because you're just kind of putzing along, you are scum. <laughs> Pond scum. Scum. Wormin. So that is the number one. The oh, number that's your two- number one? That's the number one, not ever, but the number one driving the hate of mine. But there is a second one, which I call the, um, I had a name for it. What do I call it? The, uh, I don't know, the the bravado guy, the all talk and no backup. So if I'm driving along and somebody's behind me, and I'm always in the right lane if I'm not passing somebody because I still am an etiquette guy. You're not soulless. So this is what happens. Yes, exactly. This is what happens like at late at night. So if I, I'm going along at whatever clip I'm going and somebody's behind me and they pass me and they shoot way forward, like they're kind of probably going around the same speed of me as me, but they're not really wanting to be behind me. So they go way forward and then they flip out and they lose their balls. 
and they realize, oh my God, I had to go way fast to pass this guy. I can't keep going this fast because the cop's going to find me. Yeah. And then they drop back and they drop back enough to go behind me. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. But then they fucking get angry again or something and they <laughs> shoot them for. I've had people go past me and then drop behind me three times or four times in one half hour trip down the highway because they shoot up, up past me, lose their nerve, and then drop behind me. Yeah, grow a set, motherfucker. It's like, just decide if you've got balls or not. If you don't got balls, fine, great. Get behind me and stay there. If so, stay up there and stop just yo-yoing back and forth, you motherfucker. Yo-yo ma. Fucker. Yeah, without even a cello. <laughs> Bastard. So you have a lot of road rage. Uh, I No, see, real road rage is the guys that you know, actually do rear-end you or follow you somewhere and get out and start giving you... No, I just silently hate you and judge you. <laughs> Give you looks. It's right, exactly, exactly. Because I have... Yeah, you sure. know that if if you're getting a disapproving look from you, <laughs> you've it done the wrong withering. thing. It should be withering. It should be just <laughs> debilitating. They probably go home and just cry themselves to sleep in the fetal position. Oh, God, Yes. That is what I imagine them all doing, and I love it. <laughs> when you give them a disapproving look, they just go home and suck their thumb and just... <laughs> that is the that is the fake conversation I have with everybody I pass the highway. <laughs> yes. The so fake you realize your mistake? You is... Yes, I realize. I realize what I did wrong. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. Malware browser, trouser trout, and get the fuck out of here. Exactly. And there's a third one that I now don't remember. High beams, fuckers. Yeah, yeah, high beams. Yeah, yes, but that was ah oh, the two. That was a that's a daily hate for me. It's not the biggest hate I have, but it's a daily hate for me. I don't know if I have a daily. Well, yeah, I do. I have. I think I might have a daily hate, and that is I on occasion throughout the day check Yahoo News just to mm-hmm. just to see if there's like something going on, and I hate Yahoo News. <laughs> I wish to God there was a better place I could go and get like up to date right now instantaneous headlines. You're right. Yeah, I feel you because it's the most comprehensive, quick headline site. Yeah. And there what if you go to yahoo.com, the very top is gonna have like four leading stories and they're going to be like what's happening right now. But if you peel back that, if you scroll down that one little tick on your scroll wheel, you're in for it, man. You are in for clickbait heaven. It's it's clickbait heaven, actually. Oh. <clears throat> it and it's good. so mundane and asinine. Stupid. Oh, my God. I could not give a fuck less about <laughs> what, what friggin' Kyle Jenner, Craig Jenner, whatever the fuck his name is, her name is, uh, or any of the Kardashians or, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z courtside, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what shoes their kid is wearing. I hate that shit so much. I, I hate it. I've gotten to the point where I'm looking and <clears throat> there'll be stuff about stuff I do like, like movies coming out or what have you. Even comic book news is in there sometimes. And I'll be like, all right, I'll click on it. Oh, it's a whole bunch of, bunch of crap that doesn't go anywhere. And it, it's just somebody needs to justify their job by writing a little you know five paragraph thing today that says nothing reveals nothing adds nothing to anything oh but they can put a headline in a picture there that'll make you click exactly yes click baby headlines kill me yeah i hate them i i think that that's that's one of the things that's deteriorating our society i have 
I have one thing. I have a shocker hate thing for you for later that I think is just destroying the world. Probably just the internet in general. <laughs> well, it's it's part of the internet, but yeah. Uh so yes, Yahoo headlines. That the is the worst. Yes. That um it's it's the most lowest common denominator. They just jumped right in with both feet. Yeah. It's terrible. Even the Daily News has more <laughs> more meat to it, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Anybody so, listening that knows of a news site that is better than any of that clickbaity shit, please let me know. It probably is like Reuters or AP or something like that. That I And I have those links that I go to, and they're not as fast, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. I... I don't know what it is about those sites that I don't go to, and I don't. I just don't think that they're as up to date. Like Yahoo knows shit before shit yeah, happens. Yeah. Maybe MSN might have some stuff. I don't know, but that to me is just as bad. Yeah, you're just trading one flavor of the same thing for the other. Yeah, because they need the clicks. They like that's their money, and they pro- they probably couldn't provide the service they provide without having all the clicks that they have. I there guess, should be I mean, a a place that you can go to for like instant headlines over here. But if you want the stupid bullshit celebrity news or any of that other crap, click over here. It should be divided into columns, not just interspersed with itself. Yes. I like it. The first column would be smart people. Second column would be like everybody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flat brimmed hat wearing motherfuckers. Ah, that was a perfect segue because I was just going to mention something about that. (laughs) I hate flat brimmed hats. Hate them. Because I have an addendum to that. And I think I mentioned this to you. What? Chin strap beards. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm talking not a thin beard or like a groomed beard. I'm talking the beard that runs down from like your your sideburns across your chin up the other side, but no mustache. Just framing your chin. Chin strap beard. If, Fuck you're, that shit. if you have a chin strap beard and a flat brimmed hat, like there's only, there's only one place for you, man. That's the fucking graveyard. Exactly. There's, and you probably wouldn't even go to the graveyard. Your family doesn't care about you enough to put you there. No, no. You should just collapse somewhere and feed the ground <laughs> like a fertilizer. Like, like yeah. Do, the grass doesn't even want you. Do the ecosystem of yeah. You're right. You know, it's probably poison. There's, there's gonna be a like a brown stain in the shape of your body <laughs> with a fucking flat brim poking out where the head should be, because that's how poisonous you are. Just go to the ocean and just start swimming. <laughs> Look at Google Maps. Find how to get to London and follow those directions exactly. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Ah, the chin strap, because I just saw that the other day somewhere. Some kid walked in with a fucking wife beater and a chin strap beard. I'm like, there's no two ways about it. This kid is an asshole. Like, everybody in this room, I think it was it was the bar I was at for trivia night. This kid walks in, like, everybody in this room knows that this kid is a douchebag. Yeah. Like nobody is sitting there with any illusions of anything other than that this kid is going to be loud and abrasive and cocky and stupid. Yep. That you like there's described you, every flat brimmed wearing hat. Yes. If you've made that choice in life, if you said, I am going to wear a wife beater, I'm going to have my chin strap beard and my flat brimmed hat, that is a conscious choice of a, a flag you're waving. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a banner you are just flapping in the wind loudly. Yeah. <laughs> uh and you know that attracts a certain type of woman too, you know, like Yeah. And what is she saying to her friends? Oh, I like the one with the chin strap beard. You don't care what anybody thinks about him. He says what he wants. I'm sure he'll beat me senseless someday. Fast forward ten years. Yeah, Billy Joe uh knocked me up again and he's in jail, but I 
you know, I, I still believe in him. I still believe that he's gonna he's gonna get that job in the construction site again, like he used to have. <laughs> you know, he's gonna he's gonna pass that test. He's gonna be able to be that janitor in charge of the chemicals this time. <laughs> yeah, I've got his flat brimmed hat collection here. I'm not gonna let mm-hmm. anything happen to it. He loves that more than our five children. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking flat brimmed hat. <sighs> this is good therapy. Yeah, it's like getting the bile out. I like it. Okay, so what's what's another one you hate? Hit me. Uh, another one I hate is on YouTube watching commercials to watch a commercial. <laughs> like if I uh, if there's a commercial that I think is funny or a commercial I want to look up on YouTube. So let's just say it's the State Farm. You know, Jake from State Farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. The the one with the khakis. What? Oh, what are you wearing? Jake from State Farm. Right, right, right. So that's a commercial. That should be on a special server at YouTube. Right. If I type in all state commercial that I want to watch and I watch it, I shouldn't have to watch a fucking commercial to watch a commercial. Like, guess what, YouTube? You should charge money to these guys to put your commercials on. Yeah. And then it's up to them to make good commercials that people want to look at. Exactly. Or like the, uh, have you seen the Spectrum commercials? Um, That's evil. Uh, the the evil spectrum commercials. I don't think so. It's uh, you'd really get a kick out of it. It's uh, the Grim Reaper, the Mummy, a Dracula, or a vampire, like some ghoul, and then a ventriloquist dummy, and they're all <laughs> sitting around playing cards, talking about oh, and the Wolfman, and but they all have like normal, you know, everyday Joe sensibilities, and so they're they're just talking about what's evil, like they're evil. But they're having normal conversation, and then one of them starts talking about cable companies, and like, oh, oh that's okay, evil. I get you. Oh, okay, yeah. What's more evil than the cable company kind of thing, or Directv, or whatever? Mm-hmm. And um, all of them are fucking hilarious, every single mm-hmm. one of them. But if you go to YouTube and type in Spectrum Evil commercial, guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna watch a fucking commercial to watch a commercial. It's like a black hole of it, like ridiculousness. Yeah, I hate that. I well, hate it. Also, if you watch a now, if you watch a YouTube clip that's a little, maybe a little longer than usual, like 10 minutes or something like that, you can't get the whole way. Like, you'll watch the commercial at the beginning, and then halfway through, they're going to throw another commercial in there. Yeah. Not just that little banner ad that pops up at the bottom after a while that you can see coming, like the little yellow yeah. line that you go, okay, another ad's coming up. Like, you'd be watching, and there's no, it's not like they plan it. It's not like someone looks, looks at this video and says, okay, this guy paused here, so let's throw a commercial. And it'd be mid sentence. All of a sudden it stops and runs a fucking 15 second ad. And you're like, what the fuck? Even TV will stop, you know, at a natural stopping point before they give you a fucking commercial. Right. Something reasonable. YouTube is like, you've been watching for five minutes. You're going to watch another commercial. That's right. Fucking assholes. What choice do you have? Speaking of YouTube, something stupid on YouTube that I I hate. Uh, There seems to be a rash of fake movie trailers. Oh, fan made trailers are the worst. Made movie trailers are the worst and almost none of them will actually say fan made in the title they'll say i know that's the problem like like i saw one the other day new x-men dark phoenix trailer i'm like oh they have a trailer out for that now and i'm looking at it like wait a minute i'm looking down at the description fan made i'm like motherfucker right those people need to be fucking slapped around with a wet flip-flop the comment sections are always funny though because they're like you you sh- you need to die and a- God <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Oh God, you are a- you are a fucking waste of space and yeah, all this YouTube shit. YouTube comments are the absolute <laughs> worst. Like like that's where the heckling that gets <laughs> bad. Oh yeah, that is 
that is terrible. You can you can watch a video of a girl with cancer pleading for help, and there's <laughs> go to the YouTube comments. It's gonna be rough. You're an ugly bitch. You need to die anyways. Yeah, it's gonna be like roasting. It's gonna be terrible. It is absolutely the devil. I I once saw a little cartoon, a little comic strip years ago, like years ago, like probably a good ten years ago. That was like shows a guy sitting there like normal person, and then next panel was normal person with internet anonymity. He goes, "Wow, roasted fuck tarts, fuck him in the ass." Like, <laughs> yeah. Just all it takes, like no person, just like hey. How's it going, buddy? Make him an anonymous and give him a platform. Fuck him in the ass, fucking concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Although there is a positive to anonymous comments. Have you ever gone to Amazon and read fake Oh, those reviews? are hilarious. Yeah. Fake reviews of products on Amazon, is that's gold. That is <laughs> comedy gold. There was one, uh, uh, the gist of it, it was like a wire for, I think it was like some kind of like HDMI wire that was like 2500 bucks. It was something crazy. <laughs> something insanely high price for like a mundane item. And this guy wrote a review that was like basically, like, I didn't know what I was in for when I plugged this in. <laughs> the, the, I saw colors that I didn't know existed. In fact, it opened up a, a, a portal to another reality where goat-headed men in flying like riding flying horses came in and stole my girlfriend and took her to another dimension and all he had was this portal to jump in so i but i was blind because of the amazement <laughs> like it was just it went on and on i was like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever <laughs> and yeah. then at the end it's like would you recommend yes saw colors that don't exist in the human spectrum cons stole girl girlfriend stolen by apocalyptic goat <laughs> men or something like that it was great oh it was the funniest thing uh you know what's another good one is the um target customer service on facebook have you seen that no i don't think i so somebody created a created a facebook account called target customer service and their profile picture is like the target logo mm -hmm. and so they went to the target facebook page and read like so people write comments of course because that's what people do when they have free time is go to target's facebook page and write random shit <laughs> so this guy with the name target customer service was writing just absolutely hilarious uh, replies to people's comments and it looked legit because of their <laughs> name but it was just, if you ever get a chance, I'm sure they got shut down. But if you look up Target Customer Service Facebook on YouTube or uh, on yeah, Yahoo or Google, whatever the fuck, I don't know. If on you the go on the inter interwebs, I guarantee I'll you'll get a laugh. I'll ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh, I loved ask Jeeves. <laughs> that was a shtick. Yeah, it's never as good. When but, you go to altavista.com. <laughs> web crawler. I used to use web crawler like yep. a mofo. In Netscape Navigator? Yeah, see? Now, when I was in college and first using the internet, there was no choice. You had to get Netscape Navigator. Yeah. Like, you had to get Netscape Navigator. <laughs> I like the uh, joke about the number one thing uh, search for in Explorer was how to download Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I finally broke down and got Chrome over Firefox. Yeah, I have, I have both. Uh, I primarily use chrome but i use firefox i have a i have a little for the, for the dark web yeah for my dark web dealings i have firefox but in by dark web i mean i have a little extension that i can go to youtube and download music <laughs> you sinner that's about, that's about as dark web as i get <laughs> uh 
So I guess switching gears a little bit, I got one I hate. Okay. Romantic comedies. I can't take them. Now, I, where do you draw the line on romantic comedies? Because there are a lot of comedies that have romantic elements. There's there's comedies with romance elements in it. But when the entire point is boy meets girl, they're, you know, opposites, but they're going to attract because they find out that they love each other through madcap escapades that... So, you know, like, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yes. Anything with Sarah Jessica Parker, anything with Jennifer Lopez, Kate or Hudson. Kate Hudson, or Katherine Heigl, anything with that, it's going to be a romantic comedy, and it's going to suck. I don't get, like, they call them chick flicks, but I guess I just don't understand what even appeals to women about these things. I, I just, I don't get them at all, and I hate being subjected to them. I I can't say as I hate them, hate them to that level, but I don't watch them. Like so, this is my political cartoons for me. Like I hate them, and you're like, eh. Whereas your political cartoons is like, I hate them, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see, ex- I I can see where you're coming from. Uh, what women want. Um, let let's see. Sandra Bullock. Like at least two oh, thirds yeah. of her so, movies okay. are romantic comedies. Well, now. I really like the proposal, but that's mm-hmm. I like it because of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he's only—I actually did see that, and he's the only thing that made it tolerable. If you Plus, swap him out and put in the, somebody else, it's not—I don't like it. No, no. And the, the scene where she came out of the shower and was completely naked <laughs> and hiding body bits. Like I was like, "Damn, Sandra Bullock actually looks pretty goddamn good." <laughs> you just don't think about that that often. Yeah, uh, she was in a, a whole bunch of them with Jay. You know. Uh, with Hugh Grant, yeah, she was in uh, like two weeks' notice, and then J Lo was in Made in Manhattan. I've got them all. I I have every single one of them. Sweet Home Alabama, Sweet Home Alabama. So I think I saw Made in Manhattan too. I want to say the quintessential romantic comedy, the one that people will point to, go, but this one was good. Pretty Woman. You, yeah, is that a comedy? Do you think? Oh yeah, it, that's yeah. a romantic comedy all day long. And I was never a big fan. Besides the fact that you had to watch George Costanza slap a bitch, I, I you know, <laughs> that's off-putting. I haven't seen Pretty Woman in a very long time. We have the DVD. I have it right here. Matter of fact, I think I've got the Blu-ray. I bet you do. Yeah. But I just... Well, my I, wife is a sucker for romantic comedies. An see, absolute... Women keep it alive, and men tolerate it. <laughs> well, you know, it's what they like. But I just... I'm sitting there like, there's better, like... I feel like like I should be giving women more credit. Like I can't. I want to give women more credit than this. Like why? It's like the Twilight books. Women devoured those fucking things. I'm like, but I'm supposed to not think this badly of you. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be thinking this badly of your gender. But holy crap, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah. These are terrible, and you're loving it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't it, like. But on the flip side, you know, they're probably thinking, I don't know what's got you all hot and bothered about the naked gun or. Well, that's just wrong. I mean, that's just objectively wrong. If you don't get the naked gun, <laughs> you're just. I don't know why you like where the dead go to die so much. Well, once again, there's just a, a, objectively wrong. If you don't, <laughs> if you, if you watch that and aren't just a, a, a raging Labby fan, I don't know what to tell you. I, you're you're just not human. I think it, it bears saying one more time: nobody listening, go don't, watch where the dead go. To don't die. watch where the dead go. Don't watch it. Yeah. Never watch it. And don't go back and listen to our podcast <laughs> where we say that episode. Don't listen to that episode. Uh, don't watch that movie. Don't. Just don't do it. 
But yes, romantic comedy. Now, having said that, I feel like this. There is a confession. There is one romantic comedy, and it is a romantic comedy. I can't. I cannot deceive myself that I oddly enough do like, and I don't know why. What is it? Miracle Beach. Miracle Beach. Never heard of it. You would probably recognize it. It has Pat Morita. Weirdly enough. I, oh, uh, from uh, Karate Kid fame. Yeah. He bum. was. He was a bum, bum. but he was a. Bu- it's about this guy that finds a magic you know a genie's bottle and he rubs the lamp and the genie grants him as many wishes as he wants like not just three and she's cute and she's good looking and she falls in love with him but he doesn't realize it until the end when they realize oh we're true loves and blah 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 it's paint by numbers but a there's some banging hot chicks in there that get naked so it's not <laughs> okay. it is not your typical romantic comedy in fact i got you figuring it out now in fact remember the episode where we talked about that girl from um bachelor party and then evil tunes yeah she's in it at the beginning and she gets naked oh and she is i'll have to look this up yeah and then there's a scene where he accidentally wishes he's in bed with some models or playboy bunnies or something they're naked anyways and then there's a whole beauty contest so it's more of a sex romp than romantic comedy but it really is a romantic comedy (sighs) and it's weird it tugs at you a little bit and i don't know i don't know it's confession i'm sorry it's a dark secret of mine okay boobies redeems it boobs i'm I'm looking at the dvds yeah never gonna see j-lo's boobs in a romantic comedy just you're just not Eh, no probably not but i'm trying to i'm trying to find one like i've got i've got quite a collection here uh, but i have uh mona lisa smile and she's all that are sandwich sandwiching in night of the living dead (laughs) (laughs) so my collection's all over the place here Shakespeare in Love. That's not a comedy, though, is it? I don't know. I never saw it. Juno. Mean Girls. Never saw that either. You never saw Mean Girls? I actually, I think Mean Girls is really good. I think you'd like it. Yeah, well, it's back before Lindsay Lohan was a train wreck, right? So, Yeah, I think this is, she's in the process of train wrecking in this movie. Hmm. But I'm trying to think of some other good ones that are just, like, weird. I can't believe you have that in between. Three Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, Oh, America's Sweetheart. And right above that is Army of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Campbell is America's sweetheart. Oh, I love Bruce Campbell, my hero. Ash. Well, I... oh wait, there was one. It's reversing a little bit, but when you talked about Yahoo News, I forgot yep. to mention this one. Health news. It's not specific to Yahoo. It's anytime you read an article and they're talking about the newest, what they just discovered about health, about the human body. You know, like what did I just see? flossing is not actually good for you um and it's like it's all like this is it drives me up a wall every time anybody anywhere in the world does a study that shows anything that's even minutely counterintuitive to what we've been told for years it makes front front page news front yeah news well i imagine that flossing is not good for you i like or at least doesn't do anything for you i was like okay that's weird or milk is bad for you. No, no, milk is good for you. Fruit, eggs are bad for you. Eggs are bad for you. No, eggs are a miracle food. You should eat them with every meal. Like, I've seen both. It's it's out of control. All these people that put headlines up, it's the clickbait thing. The first chance that anybody gets, first study, because you never you never want to take one study by itself because it could be a fluke. But it doesn't matter. As, as soon as it's reported anywhere, the researchers in the United States, you know, yeah, United Kingdom and Japan and blah 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 discovered that if you rub bananas on your face, you de-age yourself by fifteen years. I mean, it's insane. 
And it drives me up a wall because health, I don't even pay attention to health news anymore. If anything, if any magazine I read has the newest health discovery, I'm like, nope, until I hear it 20 more times, I'm not going to pay any attention to it. Aspartame. Yeah, well, that's been bad for you for a while. Really? I did hear that 20 times. Yeah. I've been hearing, you know, that artificial sweetener shit has been bad for you since the 90s, so. But yeah, that's a... That's one of mine. I hate health news. Yeah. Hate it. I'm on board. But I don't hate that much. That's about it. Uh, Well, I got the big one. Hit me with the big one. The big one where we're dipping our toes in a little social issues or maybe even politics. Eh, more social issues. Identity entertainment. Oh, we did talk about this the other day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the fact that nothing can be just what it is. You can't have a movie and let it just be a movie. It's got to be representative of something. There's nothing, nothing anymore that's put out there for content that's not picked apart and examined for nuance. Did it pass this test of social justice? Yeah. Is it saying this? Did, did it have the right pedigree? Did it have just, enough uh, LGBT people? Did yeah. Did it was have it, enough diversity? Yeah, was it diverse enough? Was it too diverse? Was it diverse in the wrong way? Was it? I mean, on both were they sides. only being diverse to be diverse? Like, I mean, I'm I'm not even just sitting on the the social justice warriors. Like, uh, okay, like I'm not going to talk about this except for just to mention it. Like, I hate the last Jedi. Hate it. Enough said. But some of the people that are on my side of the aisle that hate it are sitting there like it's a fucking social justice disaster. It's, it's super ultra feminist, and I'm like, God, shut up. Hate <laughs> it for the right reasons. Hate it for the bad plot. <laughs> hate, hate it for the, for the actual char- reasons. Yes. Hate it for the bad characterization, the bad plot, and the bad treatment of its classic characters. Don't hate it because it had a few extra women in it. You stupid knuckle dragger. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're making us all look bad. You know? Yeah. Like it's both sides. And then like stuff like um like Wonder Woman or Black Panther came out and everybody was praising it to high heaven like it was like the most amazing thing ever put on the screen in front of it's like they're good movies the black panther just i just saw today that it made the most of any comic book movie in america like cool that's great it's a good movie one of them was a good movie it was the best of the dc movies and fine enjoy it for what it is but they both had their flaws and they're both largely cookie cutter yeah they were fun rides and they were entertaining they're not any more than that and they're not like if you're somebody who's part of a certain demographic, a minority, a woman, whatever, and you're getting a lot of it, a lot out of it. Cool, great. I, I'm glad for you. But the media seems to have grabbed this idea that everybody has to appreciate it for the things they say it needs to be appreciated for. Yeah, you better appreciate it because it had a woman director. You better appreciate it because it had a largely black cast. You better. You cannot speak ill of it because it had you know this Asian guy playing a non typical Asian role, something like that. But God help you if they picked another white male to do something, because that's the end of the goddamn world. Right. It's like, let the work and the person speak for themselves. Let merit be merit. Stop having everything be a part of this larger battle that you feel like you have to wage. It's infuriating. Well, that's my uh, soapbox. (laughs) I'm ready to get on my soapbox and tell you the number one thing that I hate. All right. Hit me. And this is gonna be an unpopular opinion okay and i'm okay with it because i will be on the right side of history (laughs) it's something that has absolutely run its course and i can't wait for it to be done i think i hate the the thing that i hate the most and the thing that is terrible for our country something that i enjoy myself guilty pleasure Mm. but it's starting to become few and far between memes (laughs) Oh my god. That's that feels like a heavy confession. It is. I think that memes have absolutely run its course. 
Mm-hmm. And they, I think the youth of today rely too much on memes to get a point across. And that is dangerous. Yeah, because it's a soundbite. That's it's, all it is. It's a soundbite. And as entertaining as it could be, it is taken as gospel mm-hmm. because it's a meme. Yep. I think memes are terrible and should go away. I am actually on board. I I completely agree with you. If If memes became unfavorable i think that we would grow as a country and be better for it you might actually have a discussion you might actually have nuanced debate yes instead of just throwing pictures with captions at each other that's right and the memes are such mic drop moments that i don't even have to know the context i don't even have to know what it says all i have to know is that somebody else validated my feeling Mm-hmm. And I can post it. Done deal. That's my meme. That's what I believe. You better eat it. Yep. And for every meme that exists for one purpose, there's going to be a meme for a, an opposing viewpoint. So, like, I don't know. Memes are funny to a degree, and then they stop being funny. And when they stop being funny, they they immediately go take a turn for the worst. Yep. And I think that more and more memes now make me cringe than make me laugh i have um on my facebook do you have uh do you subscribe to thunder dungeon no i never heard of that one well it's a group on facebook that has memes and for the most part they're funny and for their you know the history of memes that they've put out have Mm. been funny but like two or three times a day, they'll post a group of like 20, 25 memes. They usually scroll through them and they're usually worth a little bit of a chuckle. Mm-hmm. But you almost feel yourself getting dumber when you <laughs> when you look through them. And more and more of their posts of 25 memes or so, none of them are good. They are all bad. Mm-hmm. And they're cranking these things out like assembly line witty sound bites that you, they're getting more and more inside. I guess the best way to put it is like maybe the culture is passing me by and I don't understand half of them now, but they will, they will have video memes. They'll have, you know, like memes from a movie that I don't, I've never seen. And Mm -hmm. it means one thing that it it means nothing to me. And it, you know, it probably does mean something to a very small cross section of people, but they are making you dumb. If you are sitting there consuming memes as your source of information, you are dumb. You are dumb, dumb, dumb. And the more you read, the dumber you get. Mm-hmm. There's um, this website I look at sometimes called iFunny. Yep. Which it's not just memes, but it's like like little video, video clips too. And I, I hear you. I'm sitting there scrolling down and one out of 10 will make me chuckle. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, besides the political stuff like i'll say this i went through my facebook a few months ago and anybody that just their only facebook interaction with anybody any of my friends you know on my friends list that their only facebook interaction with the larger world was partisan political crap i just unfollowed i didn't unfriend i just like i'm unsubscribed or whatever you want to call it just unfollowed i'm like i don't i don't want to hear it i don't i'm sick of it i'm not going to facebook to look at your stupid you know, right-wing, left-wing bullshit. I don't care. You're not convincing anybody. You're preaching to the choir. You just want to get somebody to comment going, yeah, fuck them, and bunch of idiots and all that shit. I have no interest in that. So if I'm looking at iFunny, it's less political stuff, but I hear you. It's like, like, you ever hear this video game Fortnite? Oh, yeah. I know I all about Fortnite. No fucking idea. Like, 
never seen it, but a, but every fucking meme ends or Fortnite, Fortnite. I'm like, I don't care. Who cares? Nobody cares. What the fuck is going on? I'm scrolling past, scrolling past all these memes about Fortnite, all these memes about Pokemon that I don't give a shit about. Like, I'm like, why? Why am I doing this? What's wrong with me? <laughs> well, why am I even look at this page anymore? It's not for me. What's what's what is this? Yeah. And it, basically what it is, is that's your smart side of your brain rejecting the stupid. Yeah, and it's that, uh, but it's that intermittent reward. It's that one out of fifteen, one out of ten. That's actually kind of funny, right? That makes actually makes me laugh out loud. That keeps me scrolling to see if I can find another one of those. Yeah, like I've I've found a lot of dog memes that you know dogs doing something funny and there's a funny caption. Yeah, um, you yeah, there's there's one out of twenty that is funny, mm-hmm. but there are so many things that dominate memeology or the memes and it's uh like spongebob squarepants holy yeah. crap that generation that grew oh up watching God. spongebob are meme happy and like i i want to save people <laughs> <laughs> i want i want people to just like there'll be a day where the last meme is published and nobody there'll be no more memes and people will like look up from their phones and just be like oh what was I thinking this whole time? <laughs> I was I was watching life go by one meme at a time. And I think that that was charming about memes back in the day was they were few and far between. We are oversaturated with memes and the majority of them are dumb. Yeah. Back when you had the cat going, I can have cheeseburger. You're like, oh, that's <laughs> funny. And, then, and now it's like everything everywhere. Yeah. Stop. It's everything has a meme everything to to lift you up and to bring you down to make you cynical to make you laugh like there is a meme for everything and it is not the way like i guess just maybe the culture is passing me by but that is it's awful it memes are awful i'm starting to hate them yeah i'm I'm starting to wish that there was no such thing as memes because it's the political stuff especially uh like there is a meme for every point of view and they end arguments they're they're argument enders like i would love to see a debate where people debated with memes i mean it, it would be endless like forth. yeah it would just be endless because there's always a meme that's gonna you know mean something to somebody and i don't know that's my rant over well that was i mean that was definitely like I had that on my list of things I hate. Politics and everything. Everything is infused with fucking politics. Yeah. Like, um, you, so you're talking about the Facebook stuff. Remember that? I don't know if you're still part of it, but I was part of that that page called Assholes Anonymous or A-Holes Anonymous or something yep. like that. Which was, you know, just like the worst, most inappropriate humor, which I loved. But it, it got to the point where if I looked at that page, I have to wade through the fucking pro-Trump stuff, anti-Trump stuff. You're an idiot. No, you're a fucking idiot. You know, fucking libtards, you you conservative assholes. You, oh, I couldn't take it. I just, it got to the point where I dreaded even trying to look at that fucking page. I'm like, never mind. I just unsubscribed. Yeah. I called it good. It eventually like, turned into a pay porn site, by the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I They, like, reserved all of their content for their pay site. And, uh, had like, a, you know, everybody go over to this site and, like, for a week it'll be free. And then after that we'll shut the paywall. It'll be behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. So you went to that site and it was just, it was basically just people posting porn. Yeah. So there you go. I got out, yeah. I got out where the getting was good. Yeah, you did. <laughs> So I haven't been there since they did that. Eesh. All right. Snorting my, nah, I'm all stuffed up. I don't know. Anyway. 
Well, well, that's that's my rant of things I hate. Well, I will, I will just say this: like the meme thing, I feel is indicative of the country as a whole. Because if you've even watched something like a presidential debate, it's all talking points. Like nobody's actually addressing each other's points. You know, volleying back and forth, make a point, rebuttal. You know, it's I got like it's actually pretty funny. Like the one of the Republican debates in the last election, I was a Marco Rubio had like these sentences these talking points he had to say and chris christie called him out on it like rubio was stuck in a loop just repeating the same thing over and over again could not adapt to what other people were saying (laughs) right yes that's where we're at now it's just i've got these 20 things i gotta get out there and if somebody refutes it or contradicts it or challenges it i can't react to that because i just know how to say these 20 things right the discourse is in the toilet and it's fucking a shame i don't know it's where Anyways. the country's going because we hate it like i want to see a debate where instead of a moderator asking questions and have two people answering i want to see like ask each other questions i ask you a question you answer it now you ask me a question i have to answer it like just go back and forth right give each other time to talk and then just answer questions okay you said this but let me ask you that okay now i want to see that not this uh, okay tell me what you would do to fix the economy uh get more jobs i would tax the upper class all right, moving on. Like, what is that? That means nothing. Fuck. God damn it. Okay. Anyways, now I'm done. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's finish strong with some trivia. One thing I don't hate is the trivia. Actually, I'm not going to finish strong. My trivia question is such bullshit. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I think mine's okay. Mine's interesting. All it's right. Not... Well, let me let me get mine out of the way. Uh, what is the official language of Greenland? Uh, Icelandic. Oh, you're so close, but no. Damn. <laughs> what is the official language of Greenland? Sanskrit. No. Uh, Greenlandish. No, oh, close again. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> the official language. Voigtland. Greenland is Mauer Brower Trower Trouser Trout. Yes. <laughs> Mauer Brower Trouser Power. Uh, the official language of Greenland is greenlandic greenland what i say you said icelandic and then you said like greenlandia or something like that <laughs> put them together you yeah you kind of uh split the two greenlandish who so, lives uh, in greenland huh you never you never hear about greenland you never hear about you know it's today in the news greenland discovered yeah because it's fucking it, cold there like who lives there who what do, what do you do there what's their what's their main export you sell ice <laughs> pleasure cruises come by they're out of ice greenland hooks them up yay we just fed ourselves for a year <laughs> thank you carnival cruise line all uh, right what's, okay. what's your trivia question all right i'm trying to think how to phrase this okay i'm gonna say something and i might be a little off but the, the principle's there in i believe 1994 Pizza Hut sold more pizzas during this thing than they did during the Super Bowl. What thing was it? What event? Well, let's see. It's either 94 or 95, but it's a main... What a, what a well, I was going to say uh, 90... Oh, I think the Summer Olympics were 96, but I, I that can't be right because I want to say Winter Olympics were in 92. Okay, it was 1994, so it's definitely 1994. 1994, what was going on? This event caused Pizza Hut to sell more pizzas than during the Super Bowl. I'd like to say the legalization of marijuana, but... It had something to do with the legal system. Or eventually, it did, yeah. In 1994, uh, O.J. Simpson's trial. (gasps) So close. What else was going on in 94? 
It's the precursor to the trial. The car chase. The Bronco chase? The Bronco chase. So many people were glued to the TV, wanted to see what happened for so long. They started ordering pizzas. Yeah. They sold more pizzas for that than they did to the Super Bowl. I believe it. I tell you what, the nation was gripped watching that. Oh, show. yeah? Yeah. What else happened in 1994? Now I got to know, was 94 the summer or winter Olympics? Because I want to say, this. I, I almost positive the 96 Olympics were in Atlanta and there was a bombing. The 92 Olympics were in Barcelona. But I also think that the 92 Olympics were winter Olympics. I don't know why I'm thinking that. I have to. I remember now. the bombing one, but I don't. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's funny to me. That's <laughs> like that was. Oh, such wait. A back, back in the 90s, weren't the Olympics, the winter and summer Olympics on the same year? Mm. Yeah, because 96, they were summer Olympics. But I want to say were olympics in 92 yeah yeah back in back in 92 96 the winter and summer olympics were at the same time they only started uh going every two years you know like do you know what i mean like now i thought that's the way it was forever every you know every two years you have one or the other no 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 the um the the olympics used to be winter and summer on the same year and then they started alternating when hey siri (laughs) When did they start splitting up the Olympics? Here's what I found the weather. When did they start splitting up the Olympics? Have a look. I'm pretty sure I shouldn't have said, hey, Siri. <laughs> That's probably going to fuck up some people's radio. There's there's a lot of people driving right now going, God damn it. Uh, anyway, I'm going to edit this part out so we don't fuck up people. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they um the Olympics used to be, you know, on the same at the same time, but hmm. anyway, yeah, the the Bronco chase, I believe it wholeheartedly. See, now I wasn't, I didn't watch that, but I was as the circus went on. You know, you couldn't help but notice it. So that when the verdict was finally was finally um, brought down, I didn't watch it happen, but I watched because I think I was in class when it was finally announced when I was in high school. But I, I like as soon as I got a chance, I wanted I made sure I found out what it was, and people were talking about it in my school, like oh he was acquitted and all that shit. I I watched it. I watched it live on TV, and I was blown away. Yeah, the verdict. Yep, pretty much everybody I knew was too. <laughs> it's like he was so obvious. Like, did you ever watch the People versus OJ Simpson? No, I didn't. I recommend it. That was actually a really good show. Like, was I it? really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was uh, it's because it, it showed like the ins and outs, the how they mounted the defense, how they mounted the prosecution. There was a scene where was it in Marsha something? Marcia the woman that was Brady. No, Marcia I know. Brady. No, I know who you're talking about. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She when she she was like talking to some black guys about because they're you know they're like man it's it's too ambiguous that he might not he, I don't think he did it and she actually laid out like she was in a bar or something she actually laid out so okay if he didn't do it like this would have had to happen then this like it was all one ridiculous thing after another in order for it to be anybody but OJ somebody would have had to you know blah 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 plant a DNA put blood here went and cut him on the arm you know shit like all the all the evidence yeah and they kind of look at it and go well it's possible <laughs> <laughs> oh all right but yeah so the hate episode to be followed by the love episode where we talk about the things we love make people think well of us while we touch ourselves and do a podcast whoa i mean i mean not that i don't usually right <laughs> All right, well, I am um, I'm Butterfly Orgy saying, dip me in your Monday milk. 
<laughs> and I'm uh, Bob Mauer Bauer Vampire Basement <laughs> saying uh, Scully, goddamn, I almost forgot. <laughs> saying Oak Nuggins. Adios. Monday, Mel. All right, bye. Bye bye.